Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. A lot of, lot of action going on right now. <laughs> How did you guys like our very first ever video announcement? It's the first time I saw that. That was, that was awesome. There was some kitties in there. You, you, how many of you guys love watching cat videos? Just raise your hand. Own it right now. Just look around you. Look around you. Don't judge, but just look. You're not alone. Cat videos. <laughs> One night, Jessica's brother, he, he, we're, we're all living together right now, and, and uh, he's like, he's like you, guys, you guys want to see some cat videos? And I, I'm not a cat video guy until now. They're legit. Like, it, you, if you ever, this is like, this is like instant joy, right? You just got to watch, get a few of the bad ones, because we all know there's a few bad ones. All right. Um, <laughs> good morning. I feel like there's music going on right now. Is there music in your head? It's just, it's just in my head. Um, the thing I liked about that video, though, is all the little sounds that he added in there. Like, yay! And the, ah, oh, and the, ah. Oh. I want one of those. I want to be like, that was a good word. Yay! Yeah, 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 yay! <laughs> that would be great. All right. We'd lose half of you, but that's okay. Um, you'd find a place. Um, all right. We're gonna, <laughs> before we dive into anything today at all, before we start making any sense at all, I'm going to invite Natalie Britton up here. Come on up. She's coming. Can you just give an applause, shout? All right, so this is Natalie. Um, she has taken over our kids' ministry months ago and has done a phenomenal job. And um, we, because we care so much about our kids, um, we just want to make sure that you guys, we just want to pull you in to what's happening. Some of you guys were here when they came out and prayed for everybody. We want to keep doing that. But I also want to give Natalie a chance to share some of the cool stuff that's happening. So I'll let her share. Yay. Yay. Well, for those of you who have kids here, it is an honor and a privilege to serve your kiddos and to be in that room with them. I am amazed every week at like how much my love for them is growing. I was just thinking it's amazing when you say yes to, uh, to God and to what he's asked of you, how he just like fills you with love in order to continue to do what he's asked of you. So I love your kids so stinking much. I love them so much that I'd rather be with them than with you, but I love you guys too. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to just give you some praise reports and then also kind of fill you guys into how, what we're doing, the things that we're kind of starting to introduce into kids ministry, just so we could all be on the same page. And um, so you guys can pray for us because um, God's doing some really good things in kids ministry. In the last couple of months, we've had one salvation. We've had one kiddo say they wanted Jesus to be, uh, to be their all. And that was, gosh, such a good day. In the last couple of months, we've had, I think, seven to eight kids say that they wanted to get baptized, which is amazing. So we're waiting on, we're going to try to plan something. So we're going to get together on that and uh, plan, plan some baptisms in here because we've got some kids. One actually just asked me a couple weeks ago, like, are we still doing the baptisms? Like, I want to get baptized. So we've got a lot of kids that want to say yes to Jesus and getting baptized. 
Um, we've had about 14 new team members join the team in the last like two months, which is huge. That's like half of our, t- half of our team. Our team's doubled in like two months. Thanks to you guys who have said yes. Thanks to you guys who have like responded to the calls that Nicole and Jesse and all of us have made up here. So thank you for saying yes to kids ministry. If you're on the team, can you just stand? Also, I see Liz, I see Robin. Tarla, yay. Oh, Alexi, yay. We love you guys so much. These guys are amazing. They are an incredible team. They are um, just full of love every time they come in the room. So thanks, team. Love you guys. We, um, we also, gosh, in the last couple of months, I've had people come up to me uh, one after another just saying that they've had dreams about the kids' ministry. They've had dreams that God is going to bring revival to Presence OC through our kids' ministry. Incredible. Like the second, the next time, the last time I heard it, I was just like, okay, I got to do something about this. (laughs) If you're wanting to bring revival through the kids, like I need to partner with this vision, God. So I emailed my team earlier this week. We are going to um, start a discipleship slash mentorship program for our young kiddos. For those that are like eight to 14 years old, we want to start mentoring and discipling these kids. We want to get them like to understand what it means to prophesy, to, to like, access words of knowledge to encounter God in heaven. Like we, I've already got a team ready that's ready to like create this curriculum and get started. So we are starting to um, move towards mentoring and discipling these kids. The last few months we've really spent just building relationship with them, uh, letting them know that when they come into the kids room that they're safe and that they're loved and that they're valued. And now the Lord's wanting to build on that foundation that we've established and he's wanting to build into like mentorship and discipleship so that these kids can be our prayer team too. We want to see kids up here, you know, praying and prophesying over you guys um, over the next few months. That's where we're heading. We're heading towards mentorship, discipleship, equipping them and empowering them to be our ministry team. Right, you two? These are two of our, our ones that I want to get in there and just start discipling. So, um, yay. <laughs> really exciting. So revival's coming. It's, it's here, but it's coming in even greater measures. And um, I just actually wanted to ask Carmel if she would come up and just pray with me um, for the kids' ministry. And a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, I think I asked if some of you would commit to praying for kids' ministry. I had about five of you in each service say yes. Um, please continue to pray because um, God's just doing great things, and I want to continue to see like all that he has for Presence Kids. So, Carmel, would you lead us in just a quick Oh, man. I'm so honored. I'm actually going to pray something that God had me start praying when I was 12 over kids, and it comes from Isaiah 54. It says, all your children will be taught by the Lord, and great will be the peace of your kids. And I just, I just, uh, I feel so passionately about kids. Um, And I feel like a lot of times I run into people with perspectives who go, oh, you know, kids aren't really my thing. And I just like to tell people like, well, if you want a future, then kids should be your thing. (laughs) Because it's the truth. And I just, I believe that we really, as the church, should be taking ownership over investing in the next generation. Because we have what I'd like to say is investment apathy across our nation and across the world in general when we look at kids. So if you want to join me right now, I actually want to invite you all to stand up. And I just want to pray and invite us into a new uh, passion for investing in kids. And if you want to just stretch your hands towards the kids, towards Natalie, I am one of the people, when I first started coming here, I had multiple dreams in the first month that I was here of God pouring out his spirit on our kids. Yeah, so daddy, I just thank you that you are our father first and foremost. You are the good dad. 
You are the dad who teaches us. You are the dad that gives us peace. And right now, I just invite your presence to come and to fill every person here with an understanding of who you are as a father and who they get to be as we father and mother children in this nation, children in this county. Daddy, I just thank you right now. And we just say we're sorry for not partnering with you in any areas. And we just invite you to give us direction, to give us strategies to pour into this next generation. And if you believe that with me, say amen. Awesome. Thanks, Carmel. Well, this isn't a call for like, we need more volunteers. (laughs) We just want to get you guys on the same page and do family together. So thank you guys. We love you. Love your kids. Parents, love you. Come on. They're so little, so you just keep your eyes up. You never see them, but look down. I love them. Um, Well, hey, good morning. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to talk about a really serious thing today. My wife just starts laughing. I love that. I want to talk about a daddy-daughter aid I was on recently. Um, But before I do that, actually, if you you have your Bible, feel free to turn to John 10, and we'll get to that. But I want to prepare you for John 10. Um, man, I'm, I'm excited about today. Just, uh, the message that I'm, I'm, I've been talk, thinking about in my head is, is been, has been this idea of the word yes. Everybody, everybody say yes. yes. Now say yes. yes. Say yes. yes. I have so much power. I love it. So much power. Okay, so God is going to do a great thing today because I'm just, I'm fired up. Um, I, I was literally writing my message. I'm listening to a, me, uh, um, a, a worship song by, by the singer and she's l- and literally saying the things I'm writing down. So I'm getting excited about what God's doing. This is, this is the Lord. Um, I want to talk, I want to start us off on this idea of talking about something called control. Okay, we're gonna get back to yes. And we, all right. But first, I want to talk about a little bit about control. As a parent, I know a lot about Control. Okay, because as parents, if you're, if you're a parent, how many of you guys are parents? Raise your hand. We are, we are experts at controlling, aren't we? We, we learn from a very young, uh, when they're very young, how to, that, that these things need to be controlled, right? <laughs> and we, nobody taught us how to do this, right? It, was just, it just comes naturally to us. And, and, and the thing is, is that control is a byproduct of fear, and fear is a byproduct of, of, um, of, 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 of pain. It's like, I'm afraid of what's about to happen, of how you're making me. I'm afraid. And so my reaction to that is always going to be control, okay? When our kids, um, when, they, when, they're, when they're carrying something, right, they're like, like this, you're, and they, you're afraid they're going to drop a plate, you say, put two hands on that plate. <laughs> control, right? Yeah, it's advice, but you're telling them what to do, right? right? Like, and they're like, uh, maybe they're over here and they're, they're, they're playing with some, some juice or something like that. They're pouring. You ever have, I used to have this thing where they weren't allowed to pour stuff into bowls. And kids like to pour things. But we all know what happens when kids pour things, right? Stuff gets everywhere. And that, that scares me because they don't know how to clean that up. So I'm going to have to clean that up. And so somebody has to control these two, right? <laughs> So we're, it's literally, we're afraid of what's about to happen. So we need to put our hands on this thing and control it. You ever been, th- think about, you ever, you ever riding a bike and you get going really fast? What do your hands do? They get gripped. They get, that's right, Tim, they grip harder, right? You're like, this thing better not get out of control. And so I'm going to 
grip harder. And so we, we grab a hold of stuff to grip it harder. It's like, it's like when things get bumpy, you hold on more. Okay, I remember I used to have a paper route. Anybody have a paper route? <laughs> Nobody does that anymore, do they? Um, but I did. And I remember it was near the end of the paper route and the bag was over the, over the, um, over the handlebars. And, and it was, there wasn't very many um, papers in there. And, uh, and, and oh, those were the days. Man. <laughs> those were horrible days. Oh, man. <laughs> don't get paper route. It's horrible. Um, you just, uh, I don't know how much you got paid because by the end of it, you just you couldn't keep track because nobody paid you. Um, <laughs> dude, that was child labor. I'll tell you that right now. That was straight child labor. Uh, I bet I was making less than minimum wage. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm riding my bike and I remember exactly where I was in my neighborhood and I was riding my bike and I was really going and I had this bag that was just flapping. You guys, can you see what's about to happen? Some of you guys have bikes. You're like, that's, 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 that's disaster problem right there. As I'm driving, the bag gets wedged into the front tire. Right? And what happened? <laughs> Tail overhead, right? Like, we're going for it, right? I, I was in an ambulance. I had like, like stitches on my chin. You can still see it, right? No, you can't see it, but too much, too much. All right. Anyway, it was after that like pain moment do you think, how do you think I rode a bike from then on, right? I was afraid. And so I was like extra control and like extra measures. And I was, my, I was so much more careful of what I was going to do. Like I was focused on what might bad happen. And so I was, I was in a place, I did not trust my bike for a while, right? This did not help my trust levels with my bicycle. And so we, we, when we, we don't feel powerful, we, we crank up the control, when we don't feel in control, we, we, we work hard to be in control. So that's Sunday. Um, prayer team, wanna, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but I hope that, I mean, that kind of speaks to us, right? When we're out of control, what do we do? We grip harder. We grip harder. And, and you know what? If, especially if we've been burned, now we're really ready to control things. Come on. You know, going through life and trying to make everything work the way we need it to is not only exhausting, it takes all the fun out of it. But that's what we do. We go through life and we're, we're just afraid of what might happen so we have a strong handle on things, right? We, 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 you know, God will say, hey, have you, let's do this. And you're like, I'd love to do that. That was painful. Let's do this instead. <laughs> and so we go through life with a lot of restrictions and, and a lot of no's. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I can't do that. No, I can't ride my bike that way. No, I can't have a paper. I didn't get paid enough, right? Like, we have a lot of no's. I want to talk about yeses today, all right? Now, before I do that, I want to talk about um, a, a date I was on. Um, well, when do I want to share this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. See, controlling little people is scary. It just is. They, you know, they have the power to destroy us. They literally do. They have the power to destroy us every moment. That's why we got to just pray for them that they make good decisions because <laughs> their bad decisions seem to affect us. Um, but we say no to things that we know. Um, we say no to things because we know what is good and bad. 
we are constantly judging everything according to our understanding, right? Like we are, every day you're making decisions according to your own understanding. The Bible says, Proverbs 16, it says, says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. And so I, I really believe that God is always constantly trying to get us out of our own understanding and into his understanding. And the way we do that is we start saying yes. Because our no is a reflection normally. Now, and, and I understand there's really powerful, really healthy no's, but I don't want to talk about those today. I want to talk about our yeses. And, and, and our no oftentimes is a way of keeping us safe because we're not sure. And by the way, I know what's going to happen. Oh, do you, Jesse? Well, yeah, it's always happened this way. Jesse, I want you to pray for that person. God, I'm not going to pray for that person. Nothing happened last time. But Jesse, would you bro pray for that broken ankle? They look at him, he's got, a, he's got, a crutch, he's got crutches, and, and I'm going to heal him. No, no, I'm not going to pray for him, God. Because I prayed for three people last week, and not one of them did I see anything happen. And so we've developed the, these, this, this understanding of what's going to happen. We know. The Bible says, says, lean not on your own understanding. Proverbs 3 says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Everybody say trust. 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 Now, what is trust? Trust is like, it, trust is something that takes time. Trust takes history with somebody. Trust takes consistency, right? And so this is, this is what we're doing with God. We're building trust. How do you do that? But work with them, hang, hang out with them, spend time with them. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understandings. And in all your ways, acknowledge him. Say yes. yes. And he will make straight your paths. Come on. Trust. So, so I'm, 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 I'm parenting, you know, I'm doing my parenting thing, by the way, you're never an expert. And as soon as you get good at parenting, I'm gonna let you know a secret if you don't have kids. I'm going to let you on a secret. As soon as you get good at parenting, they turn four. <laughs> and, then, and then you get good at parenting again, and then they turn six. And I, I don't know what happens after six, so don't spoil it for me. I'm guessing it ends now, though, right? Like, <laughs> I'm believing that from here on out, I'm in. I got, all my skill sets are just going to build on each other instead of like, well, that parenting style is completely out the window. Come on. So, <laughs> so I'm on a date with Reagan, and I, I love taking this little girl on dates. I think she was five, maybe she's six. It was about last year. And I, um, I like to go on daddy-daughter dates with her because it's just, it's just so many, it's good on so many levels. I think it rep, I, I'm always looking at God, how do you parent really well, and how can I represent you to my kids, okay? So this whole thing of controlling them is definitely out now because God doesn't control us, um, I'm working on that. And so, uh, but I was on a, uh, I was on a daddy-daughter with him. We're going to do an overnight down at Doheny Beach, right? Um, you know, Todd's here. We actually took our girls down there together one time. This was a different time. That was a fun time. Um, Reagan wrecked her bike that day though. So that was not as fun. But uh, she's riding her bike again. Anyway, um, so we're on this, we're, we're getting ready for this date. We're, we're going to Sprouts and we're going to get some food and stuff. And, and I've decided, someone gave me this idea a while ago and, of, of saying yes to our kids. And I thought, you know, that just might work. Saying yes to our kids. All right, well, I'll try it. I'll try it. I don't know if it's going to work out. They're going to make messes. 
But I just decided everything that I can do, I'm going to say yes to my kids on this date. Every, if, if, it, if it's not going to hurt her, if it's somewhat, somewhat reasonable, yes, right? If you're a parent, I really encourage you to try this. It's freeing, okay? So we're walking through Sprouts, and normally I'm like, nope, can't have that. Can I, nope, can't have that. You know, I'm not, I'm not evil, okay? I say yes to some things, but... But we're walking through Sprouts, and she's like, I'm like, when do you get some marshmallows, honey? And when do you get this? She's like, okay, okay, can I get, can we get two bags of marshmallows? Y- yes. And I, I had to practice, right? Like, it was hard. I'm like, we don't need two bags of marshmallows, right? Like, we don't need three marshmallows. Um, and so I was like, yes, we can do that. Can we get these grapes? Yes, we can get these grapes. Can we, can we get these things? Yes. Can we get this drinks? Yes. And I literally just walked through Sprouts saying yes. It was really therapeutic because I'm so, I'm so used to saying no. And so we, we, we finally get to the, um, we, we get to the campground and, and I'm, I'm showing her how to use flint and magnesium block and there's a knife there. And she's like, can I use the knife? Yes. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like being really careful with her. Anyway, it, it was a really, it was a lot of fun. And it, and it, it was just like, Dad, would you, would, you, would you go to bed with me? And she's like, goes to bed like 7.38. And I'm like, I'm thinking about staying up with the stars. And, and I'm like, yes. yes, yes, I will go to bed with you, right? And, then we'll just, and so I just went to bed early and had my eyes open for an hour. But that's okay. <laughs> See, y- y- yes, is, yes is all about adventure. Yes is all about what's possible if I were to say yes to this. See, we're used to saying no. We're used to saying no because we don't know how it's going to work out. See, yes, yes requires trust. Yes requires trust. And who are the people that I can't trust the most? Mess makers. These little things that are about this big and this big, or probably this, this big and this big. And I don't know if I can trust them. If I give them this glass cup, if I give them a glass cup to drink out of when they're two, like, man, I could think of some things that could happen. But yes requires trust. And trust requires relationship. Trust requires, I'm going to be in this relationship with you. And if something goes wrong, I'm going to trust that we're going to get through it. Trust says that I'm going to say yes to this, but if you let me down, we're going to have to have a talk. Right? Trust says if you spill water all over our couch, I can trust you to clean it up. Trust requires relationship, requires Ha ah, amen. <laughs> um, I'm going to read a scripture, and then we're going to dive into something. We're going to keep going. Um, Pro, uh, John 10. I'm going to read a little bit. I, it's just a good, it's a good passage of scripture, and I'm going to pull some things out of it. We're good. So I'll just, I'll just read the beginning of it, because it's good. I, Jesus is Jesus, and he's, and he's, hang, he's been hanging out with the Jews, and he's been talking with them, and they've been, they've been challenging him to heal different things, and, and, and Jesus has been saying some things that are really frustrating to them, and, uh, and, he's, and, he's, 
And he's really ticking him off. And then he says this. He says, he, he talks about himself being the good shepherd. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up some other way, he is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens. And the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name. And he leads them out. See, he's building trust here. When he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them. And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger will simply... A stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they don't know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus spoke to them, but they did not understand what those things were which he had been saying to them. So Jesus said to them again. I love it. Jesus is like, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna get this. Truly, truly, I say to you, <laughs> I am the door of the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and find the pasture. See, Jesus recognizes that before him, there was a lot of untrustworthy people that were leading. And Jesus comes in and says, listen, I am the one you can trust. The thief comes. This is the one they were following, the thief. And the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. See, a lot of us were used to that voice. A lot of us were used to messes not being cleaned up and pain and, and, and hurts that are still festering. And so what do we do? We say, no. We say, no, God. I've, I've heard the voice before and it didn't do very well for me. But, it, but Jesus says this. He says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays his life down for the sheep. And he who is hired hand and, and, uh, and not a shepherd, who, who is not the owner of the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he's a hired hand. He's not even connected. He's not concerned about the sheep. But Jesus, this is Jesus. He says, I am the good shepherd and I know my own and my own know me. Even as the father knows me, I know the father and I lay my life down for the sheep. See, Jesus had a big yes in his heart. Jesus, the father asked him, would you lay your life down for these people so that they would feel safe with you, so they could trust you because they knew you gave the ultimate sacrifice and we're gonna let you down. Jesus said, yes. And he says, I have laid my life down. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also and they will hear my voice and they will become one flock with one shepherd. For this reason, the father loves me because I lay my life down so that I may take it again. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay it down of my own initiative. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This commandment I received from my Father. See, Jesus had a big yes in his heart. He was modeling what it means to, to trust. He was modeling what it means. Here's what he was modeling. When I, when, I, when I read this, I think of he gave us life and life adventurously. Like God, God is about the adventure. The adventure is the cure for the no. We say no because we're afraid of the adventure. We're afraid of what could happen if we actually say yes to God. But I'm telling you guys, like, there's an adventure everywhere we go. 
I think this world is addicted to having little mini adventures on their phone because they haven't figured out that there's a great adventure out there. And I'm okay with us doing prayer stuff on our phones, but what would happen? What would happen if we said, because here's how it kind of plays out with me. And I'm just, I don't, maybe you're kind of like me sometimes. I'll walk into Starbucks or a coffee shop that has really good coffee. And, and, I will, I will, and, and God will point somebody out and, and, and I'll just I'll look at that. I'm like, man, that person just looks amazing. I want to go tell that person I like that sh- their shoes. Or, or tell them, like, wow, just, there's something about you I just feel pulled to. And, and, and I feel like God's saying, go talk to him then. And I'm like, no, I'm busy. I've got a meeting, right? Or, or I'll actually see someone that, that's hobbling. And, and I've, so I have this weird thing that I see sick people and, and injured people everywhere I go. I, I just feel like God's just like not willing to let go of me. And he's just like, come on, Jesse, you can do this. But I, I say no to things so many times. But I'll tell you, how many of you guys have adventure stories where you said Yes. Well, you said yes. Like, there's business people, and I know there's people that have said yes to business ideas that were risky, right? I remember a time that, I mean, I think, honestly, it was an adventure with Reagan and, and, and my daughter in, in Sprouts. That was an adventure for me of saying yes to grapes, yes to more, more um, <laughs> marshmallows than I knew what to do with. Like, it's just got to be a yes in our heart. See, the thief's purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy. And my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying, abundant life. But you know what? Do you know how you get this abundant life? What do you think you have to say? (laughs) Everybody say, yes! Yes! And so when when you hear that still, small voice, and I love what he said. He says, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. Some people say, when I, when, I, when I teach prophecy, they say, well, Jesse, I just don't hear his voice. And I tell him, I say, you know what? That's not true. Because the Bible says that you do hear his voice. It says you hear his voice. My sheep hear my, He's declaring it. It's not a, on a good day they do, on a bad day, it's, they can't hear me. My sheep hear his voice. So when you hear his voice, not if, say yes to this adventure. And it's everywhere. You can walk out this front door and have an adventure. You can turn to the left or to your right and have an adventure. Yeah. And the adventure, and I, I remember a friend of mine, they were, uh, him and his, uh, his girlfriend at the time, they were walking through the park and, and they saw the couple people, I think they're on hammocks or something like that. And they just, one person was, was really sad and, and they could tell like the, 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 this couple had just kind of like split ways. And, and he goes up to this person and he, and he says, hey, what's going on? Are you Okay. And I remember I, he told me this story. And he says, I didn't want to do it. I was afraid. Like, I just didn't know what to, but I just thought, you know, I should, I should go say hi to that person. He said, yes. And he made all the difference. He just sat with this guy. And the guy started just sharing his heart. Like, my girlfriend and I, we just broke up. And, and it was awesome. See, this is what life is about. It's about the yes. It's about these stories. See, going through life with wonder is freeing. See, when we go through life and we're, and we're, and we're, here's how we go through life, guys. We go through life half afraid, half excited, right? It's, it's true. It's true. Some, we're all, so we're going through life and we're looking at like, oh, don't spend too much here. 
right? I'm, and oh, careful, because car may not, st- how many of you guys have cars? You're not sure they're going to start every time. And, and, and oh, I heard a sound. And we're, we're literally worried that something's about to happen that's not good. And so we go through life half worried. Well, well like, what did I say? When we have fear, what do we move into? Control. And so any time you walk in a place of fear, the natural response will be to control the situation. And control oftentimes looks like no. Sometimes, I guess, maybe, here's what I'm not saying about no's, because some of you guys are thinking it, because it's a beautiful thing. Sometimes, some of you guys are too good at saying yes, and you've just let, like, the world just run you over, right? Some of you guys have ever, some of us are, are a little bit too codependent on other people's, um, like, liking of us. And so anything, so would you do this for me? Yes. Would you do this? Yes, I'll do that for you. And we just say yes to everything, right? And before long, we're exhausted, right? Because we haven't actually valued and honored ourselves in some ways. So no's are beautiful. They're powerful and they're, they keep us whole, okay? I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is, is those moments when God invites you into something. Do you say yes? Do you say yes? And so I want to I challenge us I want to challenge us to cultivate a yes in our heart, a yes to to our heart. I I have this weird assumption, guys, that God is speaking to us a lot, but that there's a lot of other things speaking to us too. And 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 the beautiful thing about 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 the Father is he's not in he's not afraid, and so the Father doesn't move into control. Right, the God, the God, God doesn't have a hand on you, and when, when he's when he's when you when you go down when you when you start to do something scary, he doesn't squeeze harder, right? He doesn't increase his grip like we would on our bicycle, right? When we do silly things, God's not like squeezing harder. He's like, oh, I better they better not mess this one up, right? He's full of freedom. He trusts us because he knows we're walking with him because he knows, he knows that we're going to make a good decision. If we don't make a good decision, he trusts his ability to restore us and bring us back into the fold. But here's the deal, guys. Like, God trusts us to say yes in every moment. This is one of the reasons why I think he doesn't get frustrated with us. And maybe he does. I don't know. Maybe he does get frustrated sometimes. I, but not frustrated in the way we get frustrated. Right? But, but here's the deal, guys. I think that God is really okay still asking you. Every time I say no to something, God doesn't say, well, I'm just going to stop asking then. Yeah. Right? He keeps saying, well, how about this one, Jesse? Do you want to pray for him? How about this one? Do you want to pray for him? We were, we were, we were, we were, I've got this, um, a, a new gate guard ministry I have. Okay? I have, I have a gate guard ministry. Every time we go through into our, our in-laws' house, there's a gate guard. And, and every time I see the gate guard... I just started this ministry, by the way, so you can start one too if you want. And every time we go to this gate, this guy is brand new today. I've never seen him before. It was yesterday, yeah. And, and we go in there, and, uh, and if you know me, I, I say the same thing a lot. It's because I, 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 oftentimes I don't know what else to say. And, and, and I, don't, I don't always know exactly what to say. So I just say the same thing every time. And I say, hey! And he goes, hi, good morning. And, and, you know, and, he, and he gives me a little card to put on my windshield. I say, hey, has anybody told you today that Jesus loves you? And he looks at me and he's like, he's like, <laughs> no, 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 they haven't. And, and I just say yes now. As I pull up in there, fear rises up because I don't know what's going to happen, right? 
but I've chosen to say yes. I've decided before the thing ever happens that I'm going to say yes. When I hear that little voice say, you should ask him if, I, if he's heard that anybody that I love him today. And I just say, okay, I'll do that. And it was beautiful. He says, nobody has. I'm saying, he really loves you, man. And, he, and, he, and he's got a plan. He's got a plan for your life. And it's going to be amazing. And he goes, well, I sure hope so. I don't want to be doing this all my life. <laughs> and I'm like, amen. But, but, but I'm so thankful for stepping stones in your life. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then we just, we drove away. I'll see him again. And I'll probably be the first one that day too that tells him that Jesus loves him. But before we get there, guys, we have to have this yes in our heart. And so I don't know what your life looks like. I don't know what your day looks like. I don't know what ministry you guys are going to start. Maybe you guys have a coffee ministry where you just buy coffee and you say nice things to baristas. Maybe you have a work ministry where you sit down next to someone, you turn to them and say, that's a really nice smile. Has anybody told you that Jesus loves you today? I don't know what your ministry looks like. Maybe, maybe part of your ministry is you come home and you hold kids. Listen, I want to I just challenge us as a church to get excited about our yeses. Can we do that? <laughs> can, can we do that? <laughs> that was a good idea. I like that. <laughs> I don't want to keep talking. Why don't you guys stand? I think this is good. I want to land on that. I just, I, I feel like. Raise your hand. I, I, I just wanted some feedback here. Raise your hand if you think, I could probably say yes a little bit more. Raise your hand. Like, yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's no condemnation if you haven't said yes much. There is None. Because he's not afraid. There's no condemnation if you've been a no person. I can tell you, I've said no way more than I've said yes to my kids. And I'm working on it. Because I need my kids to hear yes. I need them to recognize that the father says yes. The father says yes over you. You know, Isaiah, Isaiah said, uh, you know, the, the, the God, God was talking to Isaiah and is in a, his massive vision. And Isaiah literally saying, God, he's saying, but I, I, I'm, I'm around an unclean people and I am an unclean person. And then an angel touches a coal to Isaiah's lips and, and cleanses him. I love that. Just like Jesus, Jesus dies because we were unclean people in a mix of an unclean people group. And then Jesus died. And so he released us. And then the Lord says, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah said, here I am. Yes, send me. And so when you recognize just how clean you really are, how squeaky clean you are, that yes, it's so much easier because we say no because we're afraid. Can we just, should we say no? Everybody say, let's say no to fear. You ready? Let's just say one, two, three. No! <laughs> yeah, there's shirts that say no fear. Yeah, amen. That was good prophecy. So we got to say, what are we saying no to? We're saying no to fear. No to, no to what might happen. 
right? And we're saying to yes to the adventure of, of what might happen. Come on. And I want to encourage you guys, this isn't just for telling people about Jesus. This is about saying yes to people that ask you to do things. Saying yes to serving somebody. Saying yes to your boss. Saying yes to your coworker. Saying yes to your kids, your spouse. Saying yes, it opens yourself up to an adventure. Some of you guys have said yes to jobs you weren't sure about. And you're like, this is my dream job. I had no idea it'd be this good. So you said yes to a business idea. And it was way better than you ever thought it would be, Right? So let's, let's fix our faith on saying yes and, expect, and just believing that there's an adventure waiting for you on the other side of yes. That should be an Instagram post or something. There's an adventure waiting for you on the other side of yes. And I want to be a people of yes. And let's just, agree, let's just believe that God's going to help us when we, when we should be saying no sometimes. Okay? But I don't want to muddy the message up. <laughs> I just want to say yes this morning. <laughs> All right. We're going to shout yes, and the kids are going to be like, what's going on out there? You guys ready? And I believe, I have faith that God is going to reverse fear and anxieties. He's going to reverse the, the no's that we've been holding on to because they keep us safe. And we're going to dive into wonder, into adventure, into this abundant life that the good shepherd has bought and paid for. Are you guys ready? All right. All right. Ready? One. Don't let me down. Don't let me down, all right? I, I, don't, I don't want to be the loudest one in the room. All right. <laughs> one, two, three. Yes! Yeah! All right. Come on. Let, let's, just, let's just worship God. Thank you, God. You're going to do it. You're going to lead us. Oh, amen. He's a good shepherd. And you hear his voice. You hear his voice. You know, uh, can we have the prayer team coming up here? Um, we're going we're gonna to close here. Before I do that, guys, I, <laughs> I, I want to say that if, if there's anybody in here that doesn't know the good shepherd, you, you don't know Jesus, and you just, there's something stirring in your heart this morning, I got to know Jesus. I, just, I don't know that shepherd. I'm curious about him. Um, we're gonna have um, we're gonna have Rodney. He's gonna be up here. If, he's on the prayer team anyway. If you wanna, if you just wanna learn more about Jesus, you wanna give your life to him this morning. Come on up, talk to Rodney. Raise your hand. This is Rodney. And and if you just felt like there's a yes in your heart for receiving God into your heart today, I wanna make that available to you. So, Father, we thank you for this day. <laughs> God, I'm excited for our lives to move into adventures. Thank you for the yes that you've put in our hearts, God. Thank you that you're a father that loves to say yes. Yeah. And God, even, I, I even asked, Lord, that you would, that there, there's people in this room that have only heard no from you, God. They've only heard a ministry of no's and be carefuls and don't do that. And, and, and I just feel like the Lord right now is, he's rewriting those. And so if that's you and you know that's you, just put your hand on your heart and just thank him. Father, thank you that you're rewriting those, that you're changing the way that we trust you. You're changing the way that we see you, that we know you, God, that, Lord, you are the yes and amen, that all your promises, God, your promises over us, you are, you've called us blessed, and there is a massive yes in that. So, God, 
Lead us into the yes, the adventure, the wonder, so that we can be like children and we can have a lot of fun with you and see this world get so transformed with our yes. <laughs> yeah, and all God's people said, amen, amen. Awesome, guys. Hey, have an amazing yes weekend. Have a yes week. I may just say yes every Sunday. Um, so bless you guys. If you need prayer for anything at all, come on up here. Um, they, they said yes so that you could get prayer. So <laughs> amen. We'll get the house music out. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.